Warning. This episode may contain disturbing content and descriptions that are not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion advised. guys and welcome back to French Theory. As always I'm Kit and I'm Abby and I already said welcome back so (laughs) welcome back. Yeah welcome. Um, I just want to welcome you guys back. Yes back to the welcome. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Our recording this week taking place in Abby's sauna. Yes it is fucking hot in here. I'm sweating. It's not even summer. It's ridiculous. I'm spraying I'm literally spraying Hand sanitizer on my hands <laughs> to cool you off. To cool them off. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're in a closet right now, a big closet. We put up some sound, uh, mm-hmm. big enough for several bodies, not just one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just very, it's just very hot. I don't know, yeah, man. I don't it's know. Really hot. Um, put up some cute lights. I love it. Mm-hmm. Put I'm up excited. some. You might hear the sound quality improve from the foam we just put on the wall. Um, yeah, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, uh, post a picture, um, of our super professional, uh, sound room. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to make an Instagram. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, Toad is in here just hanging out with us. Oh yeah. Your little Toad. Closed oh, closet together. That's one of her kitties. Oh yes. yes. Just like Mitzi that you heard last week. Well, you guys did get to hear him knock over my drink. Oh yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was good. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of which, these drinks are helping. Oh, yes. Um, so this week, we made some strawberry daiquiris. Oh, yes. Very good. It's not quite as, like, slushy as it should be, mm-hmm. but it's okay. It's yummy. Okay, so I have had strawberry daiquiris before, but I've never had organic strawberry daiquiris. So it's mm-hmm. different. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot to put strawberries in it. Like, actual strawberries. <sighs> I actually bought strawberries for this. <laughs> Oh, man. And literally, Fuck. while you were making them, I was almost like, we should put a strawberry ah, on it for garnish. Well, and I would have said that... We'll make more with yeah. some strawberries. Yeah. We'll take a break <laughs> and we'll come dude. back. When you guys hear the, the cups clinking together, like yeah. we kind of did last week, that's when we took a break. Yes. <laughs> to yes. go get more more alcohol. They'll more be alkies. even better. Yeah. Next, our next batch. <laughs> so, so, how's your week been, my dear? Good. Um, just got my first COVID vaccine. Hey, yo. Which one was um, it? The Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. So that's fun. Ah, uh, Toad, please don't knock everything over. Please don't destroy everything. Toad is going to destroy literally everything. You know that uh, quote from Parks and Rec? It's in like one of the last seasons. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That quote where, uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Um, Ben and Leslie's three kids, like, are being babysat, and she runs in, and she's like, the three of them just ran into each other and broke everything you own. (laughs) That's, like, Toad all in one. That is the epitome of Toad, But also having, you know, three cats. (laughs) Yeah, also that. But Toad is, like, the most destructive cat I've ever known in my entire life. Mm -hmm. The other two are angels. Well, I wouldn't say angels, but, yeah. We have two cats that are four, and one that's a kitten, and -hmm. the kitten's name is Boomy. And he is like that, too. He destroys everything. Oh, my God. When we had the tree up when we first got him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what they say about cats and tre- trees is right. Yeah. 
What was yeah. that? You like blew. Oh, with your mouth, yeah. And it felt very nice. Oh, because... here, let me blow on you some more. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> For you listeners, that's how I blow. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Um, in um, a friend kind of way. Yes, of course. Yeah. We're both married, so. Yeah. You know. But you know, if something were to happen to Nick and Spencer, <laughs> it wouldn't be us. And we would grieve for the appropriate amount of time. Totally, totally. But, dips. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, it's been all right. Nice. I officially accepted my uh, grad school program at the University Yay! of Pittsburgh. What up, what up? That's so awesome. Yeah, so this time in August, we'll be doing this from two separate locations. Yes. Which will be exciting. It's exciting, but also sad. <laughs> yeah, but I did buy a mic, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so You're it'll prepared. be good, yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be exciting to go somewhere, though, and I'll only be gone for a year and a half. Yeah. Maybe two tops. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's so fun, though, and exciting. Yeah. I'm really also, proud of you. Weird thing, and I, I want to know if all grad schools do this. To accept, I had to pay a deposit, which seemed really weird to me. I mean, like, I get it to make sure that I, like, actually sign up for classes. You know, like I pay money and then I will be more likely to want my money back. So I'll go to school or whatever. But it's very strange. It's like a deposit. Do I do I get it back? Does it go on my (laughs) tuition? Like it's really weird. (laughs) Yeah. Very strange. But yeah. Hey, who knows? They could fool me. Easy peasy. Yeah. So. Um, Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I am loving our new setup. Mm-hmm. It's really cute with the lights. Oh, make them blink. Make them blink. Oh, um, would you mind grabbing that? There's oh, a fucking remote for these lights, and I'm really excited about it. I so. hate to tell you, but Zoomers are really into blinking lights and shit. Like, when I'm on Pinterest, there's always some Zoomers. TikTokers. Zoomers. I'm sorry. Zoomers are um, <laughs> Generation Z. You know who you okay, are. Okay, it's gotcha. the best name for Generation Z, the Zoomers. You ready for this? Zoom, Zoom. All right, I'm gonna change the setting of the lights. Let's do it. Blinking. Blinking. Oh, but only for that. Only okay. that. Ha- oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Then that's the same. I don't know what difference that made. Okay, this okay. is not an that ad, one. guys. This is not an ad, but everybody needs a place like this in their house <laughs> or apartment. Just a little space where you got some blinking lights Ooh, okay. and it's really hot. Now it's fading Ooh, in and out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, that's going to get a seizure. Yep, yep. Woo! Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, if he doesn't kill me, the lights will. I know. (laughs) And also you can dim them, apparently. Ooh, sexy. Uh, No, that didn't dim. That just made it blink. Well, that's BS. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Hmm. It's all good. Okay, next time, guys, promise we're going to record with dim lights in a very spooky environment. Because you guys will be able to see it. So you will you will get the, the feeling, the atmosphere mm-hmm. from our speech. <laughs> if we're doing well enough. If we're doing our jobs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sweet. my God. So let me tell you about my drink this, uh, this week. Oh, yeah. What inspired it? So <laughs> this is actually funny. I know you do not like John Lennon. But this is going to be a story about the Beatles. Oh, gosh. Okay. So for background, guys. The Beatles are all right, okay? They did steal every good musical technique from somebody else and didn't give credit. But everyone does that. I don't like John Lennon. 
because he comes across as a patriarchal dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was a wife beater, and he comes across like he's talking down to you. We all have that friend who's done too many drugs, and they come across that way, okay? That's all I'm saying. If you like John Lennon, good for you. Not my cup of tea. Go on. I'm going to go la 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 with my ears plugged, Debbie. Wow. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I love you. Um, So I chose this drink because um, it is not very original, but strawberry daiquiri, strawberry fields forever daiquiri. Strawberry daiquiri forever. Strawberry fields forever. It's pretty dumb, but I just wanted a daiquiri, so I I don't care. I I fucking love strawberry daiquiri. And the song Strawberry Fields. Don't tell yeah. my husband I said that. <laughs> I've made him not play Beatles songs, so if he hears oh. that I like Strawberry Fields, it's going to be like... Well, he's probably going to listen to this episode, so... Nah, Spencer, okay, take a break, okay, bud? <laughs> Come back in five minutes. <laughs> Love that song. Um, so, what I'm going to be talking about this week is... I don't know if you've heard of this. Ooh, I'm excited. I actually hadn't heard of this. Yeah. Nick told me about it, and he recommended me do this. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of interesting. Um, this is the Paul is Dead Conspiracy. Oh, my God. Okay, I know a little bit about yeah. this. Yeah. That was, like, on VH1. Yeah. Um, I caught, like, the tail end of it, so I don't know a ton about it. Yeah. So I'm really excited to know all about it. It's so <laughs> weird and, like... It's a big ordeal, oh, yeah. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. And I did not even know about it. Um, I'd be interested to know when it's... I mean, you're going to tell me. Yes. But I'm curious when it started. Like, did it start... Well, guess what? <laughs> it started in 1966. Oh, okay, um, okay. November 9th, to be exact. Yeah. So, apparently, Paul died in a car accident on November 9th, 1966. Yeah, in that other reality. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're going to keep this joke going for the entire podcast. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, people believe that happened. Uh, They believe that the Beatles kept it secret and replaced him without telling anybody. Mm -hmm. Just with somebody that sounds and looks exactly like him. (laughs) Oh, my God. Kind of like, who was it that they had replaced that guy from Journey? Oh, yeah. Except that was, like, common knowledge. (laughs) It wasn't, like, a secret. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> a lot of people believe that the Beatles, um, like, put hidden messages throughout all their work. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of songs played backwards. You, like, hear a message. And, like, honestly, I kind of believe that the Ble- Beatles actually did that to fuck with everybody. I mean, I could totally see yeah. them, like, gaslighting yeah. people like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, so they, like... They think that they put messages everywhere in their songs and their, you know, movies and stuff, alluding to the belief that Paul is dead. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was no reported car crash um, in 66. Okay. Or Paul's car crash. I'm sure that there were many car crashes in 66. Right. But not one with him in the car. (laughs) Yeah. Supposedly. Yes. Um, There was an accident involving his... Paul's Mini Cooper, apparently, in 1967. Oh, my God. Of course he had a Mini Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I could totally oh. see him. Yeah. Okay, so I had a guitar teacher who was one of those, like, ride or die, like, six-year-old men who was super into the Beatles and always mm. will be. You know what okay. I'm saying? Kind of still giving off Beatle vibes. Maybe that's why. 
I'm sweating so much right now. Oh, Ridiculous. I'm so sorry. Me too. I'm just trying not to think about it. I know. Thanks, Evie. Uh, you're, you're welcome. No, he uh, he also drove a Mini Cooper. Maybe that's oh my why. Because he just loved Paul McCartney. He just loved Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was also kind of weird because he was like 60 and I was like 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. And we were in like a space smaller than this and like closer than me and you are with guitars. Uh, and he felt like super uncomfortable. So he would always stare at my shoulder. No. Which was like... It made it worse. Yeah, it looked <laughs> like, really weird. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, so Paul drove a Mini Cooper, and there wasn't yeah. any record of a car crash. Yep, um, except for in '67. But oh, in '67. But right. he was not even the driver in that accident, and there was there were no fatalities. Yeah. So. So he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Paul's not dead. No, Paul is uh, dead. Kid. Um, I'm sorry. I must be from the other reality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in 1967, the Beatles were known for including backmasking in their music, which is um, like putting hidden messages if you like uh, play a song backwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were known for doing that kind of shit. Yeah. So a lot of people obviously were like, okay, we got to look for this mm. kind of thing about Paul. Right. Wasn't um, there one with Stairway to Heaven, too, where like it played a message I, backwards? Probably. There's like I a lot know. of them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So, some of those things, there are some examples. Um, If you play, and I actually looked these up and, like, listened to them. Oh, my God. Some of them, actually, I could probably play some for you. Yeah. Um, So, one is playing the song Revolution 9. Um, It's off of the White Album, Backwards. Mm -hmm. You hear, turn me on, dead man, turn me on, dead man. And it just keeps saying that over and over again. Turn me on, dead man, turn me on, dead man. I don't know why it says turn me on, dead man. Someone's a necrophile. I know. (laughs) Um, And then also there's another, I was actually looking at this, um, or looking the song up on YouTube and like reading comments and stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Um, People were like posting all these different things. There's one that says Paul is dead. Um, there's one area that sounds like a car crash, apparently, uh, <laughs> didn't really sound like a car crash. I um, mean, anything can sound like anything, Abby, if you're open to it. Well, you're, you're, <laughs> right, you're right about that. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to show you some of these, actually. I I'm very the... excited. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find it. Okay, I have it here. This is Revolution 9. So... Here is the turn me on dead man part. It's at 7.49. So here we go. Turn me on, Deadman. Uh-huh. Turn me on, Deadman. I'm going to say that all the time. Turn me on, Deadman. I'm going to whisper that into my husband's ear tonight. <laughs> turn me on, Deadman. Oh, God. Turn me on, Deadman. That's <laughs> and then the other one is Paul is Dead. That was at 132. Of Revolution? Yeah, the same mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> that one's kind of dumb. It doesn't sound like Paul is Dead. Oh, was that supposed to be it? Yeah. So the, oh, the thing that sounded like hacking? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So people think that says Paul is dead. Okay, that might be a tiny bit of a stretch. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, um, maybe they're right. <laughs> I'm not going to show you the car crash one because that one's stupid. It's like, it doesn't even sound like a car crash. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so 
So yeah, those were a couple from that song. Um, another clue is, oh, you want to film me yeah, up too? I'm gonna, wanna, gonna just refill up, just not to interrupt you, but yeah, thank you. It's hot, and it's we nice. need a drink. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the cover of Abbey Road, mm -hmm. Paul is barefoot. Everyone else has shoes on. Oh yeah, and he's all. I'm sorry, you're gonna say this. Go ahead. He's also all in white. No, that was somebody else. Oh, I think that may have been. Dang it! Is it John Lennon? Oh, is it John Lennon? He's Somebody's all in, white. in a, yeah, white suit and white shoes. Oh, that must be about how people think that you, they knew that they were going to kill him ahead of time or whatever. Yeah, for some reason I was thinking it was Paul. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he doesn't have shoes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, a stretch. <laughs> well, I mean, but I mean, it's kind of like a, I don't know. When I was a kid, it's I used to walk around like barefoot everywhere, mm -hmm. so people would probably those same people would be like, "Oh, she's gonna die. You're gonna die oh. today." Mm -hmm. Um. She's been replaced. <laughs> <laughs> so in Strawberry Fields Forever, Strawberry Daiquiris Forever, mm -hmm. um, if you play that song backwards, there's an, a section that sounds like I Buried Paul. And then there's another one where it sounds like in a moment he was gone. Um I also have this one pulled up if you guys want to listen to it. Here we go. Um, that sounds super, like, morose. Because it's like I know. John Lennon not being able to deal with burying Paul, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so here we go. Oh, that was it? Again. Again, Again Doesn't really sound like that much. I'm only if you're talking like that. No. <laughs> I made um, a call to my mom. It's like people were like looking for things. Yeah. And they're like, okay, this kind of sounds like it. I'm at the mall. I'm at the mall. <laughs> um, and then in a moment he was gone. Oh, was that it? That. Oh. Yet again. Quite a stretch. I can um, sort of see that he was, the, the gone kind of sticks out a little bit. But yeah, then everything yeah, else yeah. is kind of just fabricated around yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's also a song called Glass Onion where Lennon actually sings, here's another clue for you all, the walrus was Paul. Um, that's from the movie... Um, Magical Mystery Tour. Mm -hmm. uh, he so on the cover, there is somebody. I think it was. I don't know enough about this. I'm sorry, guys. Um, somebody is dressed up as a walrus. Uh, Everyone else is a different character or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and he just put that in the song just to fuck with people. But what if? Okay, so does the walrus die? I actually have never seen it before. Okay, well, we're going to watch it after this. Yeah, but I I'm guessing I to the, watch it. I'm guessing the walrus doesn't die. I don't know. I don't know. But if... It, if Okay, what, what year was this? Um, What, the Magical Mystery Tour? Yeah, yeah. Um, let me look it up. Magical Mystery Tour. Because if it was, like, a little bit after, then they, they were totally just... Well, he actually there. admitted that he literally put that in to fuck with people. <laughs> So, love that. Like, he, he for sure did that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah. so funny. Um, it was 67. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, right after. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
there are some clues from the actual movie Magic Magical Mystery Tour. Um, the front cover spelled the word Beatles and mm-hmm. stars. And if you held up that picture to a mirror, it revealed a phone number. People called that phone number, and it was to a morgue in London. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's costumes on the cover are zipped up. They're like little fuzzy, like, I don't know, animal costumes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul's chest is open. Aww. So everyone's like, oh. Because he's dead. Because he died in a car accident. He, mm-hmm. It's probably something that happened. They tried to resuscitate him or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> some shit like that. Um, he died with his tits out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they also wrote some songs later on, like The Ballad of Paul. Yeah. Which is literally, I mean, it's just fucking with people. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Which I think is kind of funny. Yeah, that's half the fun. I, I mean, know. like, if we made it big, I would totally start rumors that you would die. <laughs> yeah. And I killed you, and then I had you replaced with somebody. I, I want you to do that, so. You want me to actually do that, or you want me to start the rumors? Start the rumors. Okay, good. <laughs> I'd miss you too much. <laughs> e- even in my closet, it's just not enough. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so in November 69, mm-hmm. um, the Beatles had an increase in <laughs> their sales oh. because of all of this. Because. Everyone was just like, we need to buy all their albums to listen to all this. Right. Blah, blah, blah. They totally played into it. I, oh, so yeah. hard for oh, the money. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, props. I know. It's kind of <laughs> awesome. Poor Paul, though. He's probably like, oh, my God. <laughs> I would think I'm it was... alive, okay? I would think it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, I died. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Paul did an interview with Life Magazine at some point to try to, you know, let them know, hey, I'm a living being right now. Yeah. I'm alive. I didn't die. I am actually Paul. Didn't, didn't work, obviously. That's exactly um, what someone who was pretending to be Paul would exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and he, like, specifically was like, perhaps the rumor started because I haven't been much in the press lately. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is because, uh, like, he he had a daughter with his wife and, like, he had been kind of spending time with his family. So that kind of contributed good. to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, in 2009, mm-hmm. two forensic scientists published an article in the Italian version of Wired magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to prove that this theory was wrong. Yeah. So they specifically um, used computer technology to compare the measurements of Paul's skull um, before the accident, the accident Quote, happened. Yeah. And after the accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, <laughs> they were not able to. Uh... They were not able to um, prove that this is all a lie because they discovered that um, the point where his nose is detached from the face was mm-hmm. different in both skulls. Oh, probably because he had grown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's like little things that could have, yeah. Right. Or if like he was in a car accident, didn't die, it could have yeah. still like maybe messed with his face a little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, someone who like. Did a whole bachelor's in science, mm-hmm. which has brought me so much. Exactly. Um, it's so much harder to disprove something. Yeah. Like, because yeah. then you're saying, like, that there's no way that anyone else has that close to a face structure as you. Yeah. And how many people are there? I know, <laughs> like, I, know. Oh. I have a feeling that it was probably just, like, they were acting like they were, mm-hmm. you know, trying to disprove this, but... 
then they found stuff or whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, they were just having fun, probably. Yeah. They were like, we don't want to do other science right now, so let's just <laughs> yeah. do the fun pop science. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which um, I'm all for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the ear positions were different in a way that couldn't be explained by surgery, apparently. Surgery. Um, and the palate shapes were different mm-hmm. in both skulls. Weird. So I don't know. So I it's not Paul. That means. God, it's not Paul. Yeah, he uh, he died, and there's yeah. a fake Paul now. So okay, see the the scientist, quote unquote, supposedly, you know, went in to try to disprove this theory, right? But all they did is like light a fire under everyone who believed I know. it, uh, exactly, <laughs> by being like, "Oh look, the ears are different. Oh look, the palate's different." Everyone's I, like, "See, I think they probably did it on purpose, <laughs> right?" <laughs> You don't do that on accident. <laughs> God. So apparently I saw a fake Paul at Bonnaroo like seven you, years ago. Okay, so first of all, you saw fake Paul at Bonnaroo? Because I've never even seen fake Paul. <laughs> and he's my favorite beep. Okay, that's not true. <laughs> but I'll never I see mean, George John Harrison, Lennon's so. your, uh, your favorite. No, obviously. John Lennon's my least favorite. <laughs> um, but yeah. So... Uh, Paul also kind of played into this a little bit. Mm-hmm. He named his 19, 1993 album Paul is Live. <laughs> oh, I know that album. That's yeah. so fun. I always thought like yeah. it was stupid. Like he was yeah. just being like, look, I'm live. No, no it's like, like he's alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm, I love that. kind of funny. Yeah. Um, hey, Toadaroni. Toad, what are you doing? Just walking around? Being a cat? He's not being bad. He's just laying. Oh, yeah, it's actually Good amazing. Boy. What's wrong with you? Are you okay? <laughs> he's hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's probably overheating right now. Oh, me too, um, bud. I know. Um, we don't we don't abuse animals. We're gonna let him out, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this was such a big ordeal that like other bands also played into it. Mm-hmm. Like naming songs or like writing songs after all of it and stuff. Some examples um, <laughs> were. Uh, obviously the Ballad of Paul, which I already talked about. Um, mm-hmm. Brother Paul was a song by Billy Shears and the All-Americans. Oh, fun. Um, Zacharias and his tree peoples wrote a song called We're Paul Bearers. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, sorry, We're All Paul Bearers. And there was a part one and a part two. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I had. Uh, I'm gonna write a song called Paul's Been Dead, honey. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, Paul McCartney's dead. And long dead. Been dead, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Can I tell some Beatle fun facts? Yes. Okay, these are some of my favorites. Actually, I can only think of one. I don't know why I said some and got you guys all hyped. (laughs) Um, So, obviously, this is just a fun fact, so I don't know all the background information. But in an interview, John, uh, and this is why I don't like John Lennon. (laughs) In an interview, John Lennon was asked if Ringo Starr was the best drummer in the world. Hmm. And John Lennon said, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. Oh, my God. What an asshole. What a fucking dick. He was probably just joking around, but also probably not. He's not even the best drummer oh in the God. Beatles. They just let him play the drums. <laughs> Poor Ringo. <laughs> oh, oh man. Shitty. Yeah. Wait, wait. That's mm. okay. We love Ringo. He wrote The <laughs> Octopus's Garden. Yes, exactly. And everyone knows that's their top hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I want played at my funeral. <laughs> okay, I'll make sure that happens. What if I'll I probably die before you, though, because I'm like five years older than you. So. Yeah, but I'm way unhealthier. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm less healthy. <laughs> Although after, you know, 10 minutes in your sauna, it's not even been 10 minutes. It's been like 30. <laughs> after 30 minutes in your sauna, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. We're probably going to lose like 50 pounds each. Oh, needed so. though. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sweet. Well, you guys know that sound means we're back. Um, we had to make some more strawberry daiquiris, running a little low. But now they have real strawberries. And yes. holy shit, that's better. I remembered the mm. strawberries this time. Mm. I mean, it was good before, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't think I could go from with strawberries to without, if mm. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's much better. Mm. So, For sure. You know how I said yesterday that I was going to start like researching ahead so I could be on top of things and go ahead and pick my conspiracy, right? <laughs> I definitely played Picross all evening <laughs> for like six hours. Nice, nice. Spencer was doing his homework and I played Picross and then suddenly he's there being like, hey, it's 11, time to go to bed. <laughs> That's amazing. Um. So yeah, we'll work on a conspiracy nice. when we work on a conspiracy, I guess. It's all good. <laughs> but for now... I have the cult of the evening. Gotta pull up my notes. Boopity boop. The name of this cult is The Family. The Family. Mm -hmm. Super vague, right? Oh, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I love hearing about cults. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Right? The <laughs> conspiracy it. part is always like, hmm, okay. And then the mm -hmm. cult part's like, ah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when I was Shit. telling my mom about this cult, so, I try not to tell her things in advance, so, you know, she'll actually listen. Um, <laughs> which she hasn't at the time I'm recording this. Wow. Wow, mom. <laughs> <sighs> Worst. <laughs> no, she will when she gets a chance. But, um, yeah, when I was telling her she, that I was doing cults this week, she was like, so what are you doing? And at first I was like, I can't tell you. But then I got too excited, so I was like, I'm doing the family. And she was like, you're doing a cult about us? We're a cult? <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Big name, big name. <laughs> it's just about the family. The yeah. church family. I mean, yeah. church family. That's your the cult new family. last name. Yeah. The, yes. <laughs> yeah, my the new minor last family. The minor family, yep. <laughs> Actually, while we were outside, um, we were outside looking at stars for a minute and, like, getting out of this hot room for a second. It's much better now. The heat was on. Mm -hmm. Yay. <laughs> But yeah, I was looking at the stars for a second, and I was like, oh my god, it's Earth's a minor! That's basically my sister. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. I always love seeing her, because we have the same last name. That's so cute. <laughs> I know it means small, but <laughs> it's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, also, when you were a kid, did you ever make, like, your own constellations out of the stars? <laughs> Uh, not really, to be honest. Really? I mean, picture. I guess kind of, because pictures. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this looks like a a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like something. with clouds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do it with stars, too. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, me and my friend had one. I mean, we had a couple, but the only one that I really remember was uh, Pizzacula. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it was like a vampire face that had, like, two pizza fangs. It's amazing. Yeah, and I mean, yes. pizza fangs are literally the same shape as normal fangs, so it could have just been a vampire, <laughs> but no. It had to be pizza. It had to be pizza, nice. <laughs> for reasons. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I saw him, and I was like, that's a sign that this is going to go good. Um, so anyway, this cult that did terrible things. <laughs> yeah, so the cult is called The Family. Um, they're based in Australia. 
or were based in Australia. Um, and they were led by a woman named Anne Hamilton Byrne. Um, it basically, like, focused around uh, a mixture of Christianity um, and Buddhism and spiritualism. Um, and it kind of started because spiritualism was really big in Australia in the 1960s and 70s. Um, and Anne kind of, like, used that um, and claimed she was um, a psychic. Um, and started, like, getting close with, like, really high-up people. Um, like, she became really close with, uh, the master of Queen's College, um, at the, which is the University of Melbourne now. Um, which I guess would be, like, the dean. <laughs> the master. <laughs> uh, master of the house. But his name was, uh, Rainer Johnson. Dr. Rainer Johnson. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, she attracted, like, him and lots of, uh, other, like, upper-middle-class individuals. Yeah, Rainer Johnson uh, was the master of Queen's College, and Mm -hmm. Anne and him basically started the cult together. Um, She, like, first met Rainer because she claimed to have extrasensory perception, and she was, like, said to be, like, really beautiful. She had, like, you know, really blonde hair, big blue eyes, you know, like, the whole package, basically. Um, You know... Everything we're not, but we're hotter. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. We haven't killed anyone, so. <laughs> True. Um, but, yeah, so that kind of attracted him uh, immediately. And, like, it said that, like, Rainer kind of became obsessed with her. Like, he'd invite her over um, to have dinner with his wife, but, like, just be talking about her the whole time, like, in oh, front of her wife. weird. Yeah, it was a very strange relationship. And it's unclear, like, how she felt about it, but huh. apparently she didn't fight him on it. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was really going on there. But, um, Anne and Rainer, like, not long after that, started doing, like, <laughs> like, they started doing LSD together. <laughs> okay. Um, and it was about this time that, you know, he started, this man, <laughs> because of her, like, beauty and her extrasensory perception, and, like, she was said to be, like, so kind and generous and, like, mm-hmm. compassionate, right? He basically was like, you're the Messiah. Oh. I believe you're the Messiah. That's Reincarnated. Weird. Yeah, so basically she's Jesus Christ reincarnated. Okay. He said <laughs> when they were on LSD. And I mean, she kind of nudged him that way also, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, then they started like, you know, preaching to other people and trying to get other people to join. And it wasn't like an outward thing that she was Jesus Christ reincarnated because that sounds kind of fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. <laughs> Anyway, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but not long after um, they started this this fellowship, as it were, um, mm. Rainer and his wife uh, bought, who isn't Anne, by the way, even though it sounds like they should be married because he's obsessed with her, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Rainer and his, uh, his wife, Mrs. Johnson, whose name I didn't write down. Poor woman. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they bought a house in, oh, an, no. <laughs> in an area called Fernie Creek. Um, which was where Anne lived, which is so strange. Oh, my God. But whatever. He was obsessed with her. He wanted to be near her. When did you say this was? The, this was in the 60s. Okay. Like, the very beginning of the 60s. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I guess they wanted to be close together. And lots of the, the like, I mean, they didn't think of themselves as a cult at the time, you know. So yeah, yeah. Lots of the, the group, the fellowship, the religious activities, whatever, occurred, like, at that house. Because it was bigger than mm-hmm. Anne's house. Um. Yeah, and that's where it was all conducted in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But everyone knew that Anne, like, had extrasensory perception, and that was kind of, like, the draw, because spiritualism was so big at the time. Yeah. So, um, it was during this time that she met a man uh, named Bill Byrne. So, at the time, her name was Anne Hamilton, not Anne Hamilton Byrne. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) She wasn't married. Um, You know. But then she met Bill Byrne, and he was actually married to someone else at the time. God, she's Um, a But he fell for her. Because she was so great, you know. <laughs> um, and this is allegedly, it's um, actually from the documentary I watched. Um, one of, like, the, the close friends said this. Um, but allegedly, Anne told Bill's wife that, quote, he's mine now. <laughs> wow. And when she tried to argue, which she did, you know, she tried to, like, get her away from yeah, Bill. Yeah, She had connections to, like, everyone through the family. So she had her locked in an insane asylum. Oh, my God. Yeah, for, like, a couple months. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, and then after that, she was like, okay, fine, he's yours. <laughs> like, and didn't come back. Yes. Nice. Wild, right? This woman. Mm. Yeah, but it's unclear if that actually happened or not. I could see it after knowing the rest of the mm-hmm. story, you know? Um, hmm. However, no one at the time knew this, but this was actually not her first marriage. Bum, 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 secret life. always fun so um Anne always told everyone that she came from royalty um and that she used to have tea with the queen Uh all this right so cool not true at all (laughs) she actually came from nothing (laughs) yeah um she actually was a runaway she was a runaway uh yard worker's daughter and her, uh, when she, like, was with her father, he was often, often absent because he was a single father, you know, and had to work a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he also had, like, some issues, you know, as well with alcoholism and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but her mother was admitted to a mental institution when she was really young, so it was kind of just them. But after she ran away, uh, she ended up getting taken into foster care. Um, and she moved between foster homes, uh... But at one point was taken in by, like, a really wealthy family. Um, so that's probably where she got a lot of her, like, mannerisms that, you know, were more sophisticated yeah. and that kind of thing, you yeah. know? And learned how to, you know, use her beauty and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but her name isn't even Anne. It's Evelyn. Oh. Okay. Her name is Evelyn. Evelyn? Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, no, she was just... Uh, Apparently, I mean, this is my interpretation, but apparently she was just trying to distance herself from her, like, you know, humble beginnings and her, you know, running away and being, you know, because if she changes her name, then, you know, no one can try to find out more about her and she can be like, yeah, I'm royalty. I have, you know, tea with the queen. (laughs) (laughs) We're basically sisters. She tells me all her secrets. (laughs) Mm. But yeah, so yeah, her name was Evelyn. And, um, not long after, you know, when she became an adult, um, very young, she married her first husband, um, and her first husband actually began to fear that she had inherited some mental issues from her mother. It wasn't really stated what, uh, probably because, you know, this is the 60s and 70s, they probably don't know. Um, but yeah, he, he worried about her, um, in that way. And he seemed pretty genuine about it, but who am I to know? Um, but because of these issues, she kind of regularly neglected her, her child, Judith. 
Um, like she would just like leave her alone without saying anything and go do things. And Mm -hmm. yeah, kind of sad, but, um, because of the situation they were in, the whole family ended up moving to Sydney, Australia, um, in the fifties. And once they moved there, she ended up leaving him and the child. Yeah. Just plain break, obviously, since she changed her name. Mm. Um, but she couldn't adopt children alone, and she had always wanted children, even though she neglected Judith. Yeah, what? I don't really know what's not going on with that. <laughs> she clearly has a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot to unpack there. But, um, so she ended up having cosmetic surgery, actually, mm. to, like, change her face, you know? And changed her name to Anne Hamilton. Oh. Yeah. I didn't actually see what her last name was. I don't even know if it's recorded what her last name was. Yeah. Before Hamilton. Or if she had a different last name. But she changed her name to Anne. We know. Are there pictures of, like, before and after her surgery? I couldn't find any. I really looked it up because I Whoa. love seeing things like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Like when, um, was it Al Capone who had his, his face changed? I think it was Al Capone. I I mean, lots of mobsters ended up having their face changed. Um, And it's always really funny to me back in, like, the 60s and 70s that it doesn't look that different. (laughs) I feel like now it looks so much different. They can make you look like Britney Spears. He's having a sneezing uh, fit again. Oh, Mitzi. Also, hashtag free Britney. (laughs) I feel like that's important. (laughs) But yeah, so she changed her name, you know, clean break with her previous family, but suddenly she wants a family, even though she had a family. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and had some Jeez. cosmetic surgery and blah, blah, blah. Ugh. Maybe that's why she's so gorgeous. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so she started this cult, right? And after you had been in the the group for a little while. The family. Yeah, the family. Then you would be initiated, right? Mm-hmm. Initiation. Involved the members being given uh, psilocybin. There we go. Um, You know, magic mushroom. (laughs) And when they started to, like, trip, and it's unclear how much they were given, but it seems like a lot based on, like, the stories that were told. But as soon as they started to, like, trip really hard, Anne would appear in a white robe. And there would be smoke billowing behind her. And you could, like, see her silhouette in the white robe, right? And she would, like, whisper that she was was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. And, like, she would have her, like, husband and Rainer help her, too. So, basically, she would be tricking these people when they were... What the fuck? Yeah. If you're wondering what the smoke was, it was dry ice. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, she went all out. figured. (laughs) (laughs) To be like, I'm Jesus. Wow. I'm Jesus. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> so if you're ever trying to, you know, snag a man. <laughs> that's all you gotta do. Yeah, just try the Anne Hamilton burn method. <laughs> Don't actually, please. <laughs> yeah, so um, kind of funny, but also kind of sad. Because yeah. it seems like they were given a lot of psilocybin. Si- because Christ. afterwards they would be like, she's the Messiah. Oh <laughs> like, my God. Yeah, wild stuff. Um, and... You know, when they're under the influence of these drugs, it's, like, help easier for her to, like, control the narrative and control mm-hmm. people and, like, you know, keep them in line. Yeah. You know? Kind of keep her power. Um, mom, warning, kids. <laughs> um, just had to say that. Thanks. Um, so, yeah. The part where the kids come in is quite possibly the saddest part, as oh, it always no. is. Oh, no. Um, so... The children um, 
of members that had been initiated were often, quote-unquote, chosen by their parents. Oh, shit. But also by Anne to be sent to a special, like, camp where, like, aunties would be and stuff. Because they were, you know, they were the youth that were going to be educated by Anne Mm -hmm. um, because there was going to be, like, an apocalypse and they were going to be the people left to reteach the earth and blah, 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 right? Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So they would be, you know, typical in cult fashion. They would be separated from their parents for extensive amounts of time, you know, not able to talk to them, all that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, They were kept in an area that they called uh, Ialden? Ialden? I think I'm saying that right. Um, I think that's like a t- the town. But uh, the actual camp they were at was called Kai Lama, which I think is like, she's driving from that, you know, Eastern influence there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they would spend like really long to like indefinite stints there. Um, so, you know, they wouldn't even know how long they were going to be there. Just that this was their home now. Yeah. When they arrived. Yeah. Um, whenever, like, you know, new kids would be dropped off or, you know, someone were to visit, um, they would put on show, like a show, um, not like a literal show, you know, but they would make it seem so happy and they would have cameras rolling and the kids would be able to like go out and play and stuff like that. Um, but in like reality, they were actually held to like a super rigid schedule, typical cult tactics, you know, um, always busy, very little time to sleep, very little food. Mm Mm-hmm. Etc. Um, the children were regularly beaten, starved, and overworked. Jesus Christ. Regularly. Um, one example that was really horrendous, um, uh, one child said that um, every morning the aunties, which, uh, background, Anne was the mother, quote-unquote, of the children now. <laughs> okay. And anyone that she deemed fit could be... Any woman she deemed fit could be the auntie. And there were a few uncles as well. What the hell? Yeah, but the aunties were in charge of making sure that her children came up right. Because she was very rarely at the camps herself. Mm-hmm. Um, no way. Yep. She never did that to her own children. Right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, um, the aunties would check kids' beds to see if they had wet their bed. And there were, like, a lot of different aged kids, you know, some which would be, like, completely normal for them to be wetting the bed, right? Mm -hmm. But if anyone had wet the bed, then they were severely beaten. Oh, my God. Yeah, and the child said that there were several beatings each morning. Especially when you're in a situation like that, you know? Yeah. Like, they're not... They're not allowed to eat too much. They're overworked. They're tired. They don't even get to sleep that much. Like, they can't get out of bed once they're in bed. Yeah. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oof. Um, for kids. <laughs> uh, there were lots of children that were actually at this camp because, remember, this was from, it was at its largest in the 60s and 70s, but it lasted up until the mid-80s. Um, so it was for a very long period of time. Mm. And, you know, once kids graduated out of the camps, they would become members. Um, gotcha. Ideally, in Anne's vision. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there were a lot of children who ended up going through this quote-unquote camp. Yeah. Um, but the largest number at one time uh, was said to be 28. There's not really a record of these kids. Um, but that's just like what one of the auntie, former aunties said was mm-hmm. that the largest was 28. Um, and some of them um, were sect members' children's mm-hmm. Sect members' children, yeah. like I said, right? Who were now, quote-unquote, Anne's children. 
Um, Anne also claimed that some of them were her children, even though uh, she had had a hysterectomy. Oh. Yeah, so no, they weren't. Um, but we know that some of the children that Anne claimed were her children, maybe not all, but at least some of them, probably all of them, <laughs> were stolen children. Oh, my God. Yeah. So at the time, um, it was looked down upon, as it still kind of is, sadly, um, to be, you know, a single unwed mother. Um, so lots of women in Australia, especially if they were young, wouldn't even tell their family or friends mm-hmm. that they were pregnant and would just, like, give up their baby for adoption, right? Yeah. Um, and then they thought they were going through proper channels, but... There were so many sect members that were, you know, of the higher class that were doctors, that were social social workers, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. That they would take these babies for Anne. Yeah. And I mean, some of the time there are mothers who have said that they did not want their their child put up for adoption. But they were easy targets because they didn't tell anyone they were pregnant. It was just them. Jeez. Yeah, and they have so many sect members up high that they could just have them instituted, you know? Yeah. Yeah, really sad. But yeah, so there were a lot of stolen children. God. uh... Allegedly, I should say. You'll see why. (laughs) All of the children, um, okay, so not all of them were blonde or redheaded, um, naturally especially, but most of them were naturally or unnaturally blonde or redheaded. The reason being, Anne was blonde at the time, and, you know, that was like her signature look. But when she was a kid, she had red hair. Okay. So these kids would have their hair dyed and shit to look like Anne. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, most of them were blonde. And it was, it's, mm, it makes it look really bad because it's all these, like, white kids with blue eyes and super blonde hair. and like Yeah. So weird. (laughs) Um, And all any of these kids were told was that, like, Anne was now their new mother. Like, even the sect members who dropped off their kids. Anne's now your new mom. Because uh, she's your mom. <laughs> yeah. And their caretakers are their quote-unquote aunties, you know. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, so, you know, these children were, like, isolated from their biological parents. Um, and anyone that Anne didn't absolutely trust um, was also isolated from them, you know. So, like, only the people she absolutely trusted were allowed to go to the camps. Um, most of them were the aunties, but, like, there was you know, some members she allowed to go to the yeah. camps for, like, filming and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Anne and Bill, her husband, were constantly traveling, actually, to avoid controversy, especially as it got, like, later into the years. Um, I think towards the beginning, it was more, like, recruitment. Mm-hmm. But especially, you know, towards the late 70s and 80s, they were mostly traveling so that they could, no one could find them. Yeah. You know? Um, and when they did visit the children, like I said, it was videotaped and it was super staged. Because, um, like, all these kids are told this is their mother. They're um, hyped up for weeks about how, you know, their mom and dad are coming back. Um, they allow them to have, like, more privileges while they're being videotaped, that kind of thing. So they're super excited to see mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all have, all have this idea that Anne is super compassionate and caring and kind, right? Um but, actually, Anne and Bill would also beat the children severely. Oh, good. Yeah. They were both said to have very short tempers. Actually, some of the, like, former kids um, actually said it was worse when Anne and Bill were there. Yeah. 
because their yeah. tempers were so short. It was less about what they did and more about them being angry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the children, I, I said this, but the children were given, like, super little food um, and free time. Um, it was said they were only given a small plate of vegetables for each meal. What? Yeah. And um, if they did anything, quote-unquote, bad, um, and the rules that were set, quote-unquote, um, for the children were constantly changing. Like, you know, there'd be a rule one week um, that wouldn't really matter that much the next week, but there'd be a new rule that they weren't told about. And, like, they broke it, so now they get punished. Yeah. Um, so it was really impo- impossible to not be punished mm-hmm. fairly regularly. Yeah. Um, but the punishments included being harshly beaten, having no food for several days to over a week. Oh, my God. Uh... And being locked in a small storage area th- uh, underneath the house that was very dark, dirty, and was packed full. So there was only a little bit of room to stand. Mm. Yeah. And these are, like, really young kids. Jesus Christ. Fuck these people. Right? <laughs> Um, lots of the children that were there said they felt they had no identities of their own, um, which kind of makes sense. Um, they kind of felt I like mean, their identities yeah. were created by Anne and their quote unquote aunties. They were. Like, they were, because they're not able to actually do anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and some of the children were even like the auntie's biological children, which I'm sure created like a really weird. Because now they're calling their mom auntie, you know, yeah. and then Anne's their mom, and their mom's beating them all the time, but their mom's not. Yeah. Anyway, but here's the not fun part. I mean, the whole thing was not fun, but <laughs> oh, not to put that lightly. But this part makes me sick. Um, so you remember the initiation for adults? Mm-hmm. They had initiation for the kids, too. No. It was said to be 14 by some of them when they would be initiated. But some can uh, remember being 8 or 11, 8 to 11 when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would give them the same dosage of psilocybin, which would be even stronger on them. Yeah. Um, have the same, you know, kind of works in process where they would say that, Anne's the Messiah, and kind of try to brainwash them into that. Um, And they're literally children. Um, And actually, uh, there were some claims that uh, during the trips, there would be a quote-unquote healing session, not as nice as it sounds, um, where they would be uh, sexually assaulted while being given psilocybin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, really bad. Woo. So, yeah, this one's a rough Fuck, one. Man. You're going to be mad at the end. I'm just warning you. I'm, I'm already so mad. mad. We're going to need to get a punching bag and, bag and name it. Wait, we got to name it Rock Throw after last yeah, week. Yeah. It's going to have a new name every week. This week it's Ann Hamilton Burn. We should just have like a boxing session after every single yeah, We're going to need to. Especially if we have Colts last, we're going to have to. Oh, God. Um, so, Ann also getting off children for a second. Yeah. <laughs> getting a little break. She also visited and studied at a place called the Ashram uh, from a man named uh, Mukatananda. Um, And he did a lot of, like, spiritual work, uh, yoga work, that kind of thing. A lot of uh, Eastern things Mm -hmm. uh, with meditation and ancient techniques and that kind of thing. Um, And he had his own followers as well. Um, But it's thought that she was kind of going there to try to recruit followers from him. But also maybe to get power with him 
Yeah. It's kind of unclear because it doesn't seem like, it seems like she was trying to recruit people, but it also seems like he wasn't against her coming. Yeah. You know? So either he didn't know or they were kind of working together. It's unclear. But he kind of had, it It was known by his followers that he practiced black magic. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, so, you know, like using his magic to like hold power over people and curses and hurt people and that kind of thing. And it's thought that Anne may have been interested in black magic also, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Because <laughs> she'd already told everyone she did had powers. And around the time she started going to see uh, Muktananda, um, she started telling people that she could do curses on people that only she could save them from. Mm-hmm. She told this to children, too, which was really fucked up. Like, if they were bad, she would be like, I'm going to put a curse on you. And unless you apologize oh and be a good kid, I'm going to I'm not going to take it off. And I'm the only one that can. And, like, she legitimately... Legitimately? She, <laughs> she legitimately had, like, these children and even, like, these adults thinking that they would die if they crossed her. Because she would put a curse on them and then they wouldn't be able to get it off. Because, you know, they believe in spiritualism really hard here. Yeah, yeah. You know? So they, like, legitimately think they have no way out. Going back to, like, last week we were talking about people in cults. Like, they yeah. just are brainwashed. They're so mm-hmm. brainwashed. Yeah. I and mean... they can't help it. Like, they're... They just... Yeah. I mean, it's really sad, though, because, like, if I thought that way, then, like, yeah, I wouldn't leave, because I think I'm actually going to die if I leave. Yeah. Yeah. Because didn't, like, Rock Throw... Rock Throw. uh, (laughs) When I was listening to it again, I was like, oh, God, I say that too much. (laughs) (laughs) Rock Throw. Rock Throw. Um, But didn't he, like... Man, I'm blanking for words now. I got I got two into the name, man. It rock throw. Every time. I need him to have a stupid fucking name. I mean, it kind of is a stupid name. Um, <laughs> no, but didn't he convi- convince people that, like, the outside people were just going to hurt them? Uh, I don't know if that was a part of that, but yeah. he did convince them that they were, like, their little area was safe. Yeah. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Areas. Yeah. 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 So they're safe here. So it's kind of so the it's, same. Yeah. It's better to just stay where you're at. Yeah. Basically kind exactly. of Exactly. Yeah. And the brain, man, like, the brain. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's so powerful. Whew. Your thoughts are so fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. And so if you are taught something, especially at a young age. Oh, yeah. You just, that's how you think. I hate, mm, I really don't, I want to save you this pain. But there were quite a few of the children that committed suicide. No. Yeah. Um, Little babies. Yeah, I'm not going to mention any names of the children here. I mean, I know they've been in, like, you know, interviews and stuff, but they're making money from that. So (laughs) I'm just going to leave their names out of it. Jeez. But, yeah, there were were a few confirmed. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, they can't even confirm all the kids that were there, which is wild. So there's no idea where they are now. Jeez. Yeah. At one point, actually... (laughs) Sorry, fun fact to interrupt the sadness. Um, uh, Julian Assange from WikiLeaks, mm-hmm. because of his look, you know, his white blonde hair and stuff, <laughs> he looked just like the kids. Um, and I guess some other links also. Um, people have asked him before if he was in the family. Oh, my God. <laughs> if he was God. one of the kids in the family, right? He said that he wasn't, but he had a close family friend oh. who was in the sect, Right. What? Yup, he had a close family friend in the sect. crazy. Which is kind of like, were your parents in it? Like. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, geez. That's crazy. Yeah. I hope. Small mm, world. Yeah. Insane. But I mean, he's Australian too, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. 
you know, every Australian knows each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to get an Australian listener and they're going to be like, wow, fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so kind of one of my favorite quotes that I, I had to write it down because I was like, that's pretty, pretty telling and pretty much every cult le- leader. Yeah, um, yeah. But especially female ones. You know what I mean? Um, but the quote about her was that, you know, she was seen as so compassionate, but really she was just, quote, giving love and then taking it back. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds is, exactly spot on. Mm-hmm, smoothly taking it away so that you can give it back Jesus again. Jesus Christ. And keep people in that what cycle. A fucking bitch. Yeah, right? Ugh, the worst. Um, obviously called a psychopath by tons of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the former members. Yeah. Um... And actually, it's kind of interesting that she used, side note, it's kind of interesting she used LSD in the initiation because... LSD. I thought you said... Oh, sorry. Sil- okay. <laughs> she also used LSD. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah. Uh, most of the time it was psilocybin. Gotcha. Thank gotcha, you. Gotcha. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, but she would have known about um, LSD and other psychedelics mm-hmm. being used to manipulate people. Yeah. Because she had a lot of high-ranking friends and high-reaching friends. And this was around the time that the KGB and the CIA were doing tests with this. Hmm. So hmm. it's said that she, like, heard about this and that's when she started using that for initiation. But it's unclear if that's just, like, a rumor, you know, yeah. just happenstance, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. She would um, do lots of controlling things, like, you know, even to the adults, but to the kids, too. Like, ask, like, yeah. super sexual and personal questions to try to make people uncomfortable um, yeah. and control them. Um, she would regularly, like, manipulate people, uh, destroy <laughs> no marriages. Way. Surprise, surprise. She would be, like... Her manipulative? No way. No way! <laughs> nah. She would literally go up to people and be like, hey, you, you need to marry this person. And then they'd have to get married. <laughs> yeah. There was one marriage that was super interesting I watched a couple documentaries about it, honestly. Oh, nice. okay. um, but there was one where this woman uh, was told to marry this this man, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and th- at first they didn't really know each other at all, but then they ended up falling in love while they were married, which was kind of cute. <laughs> but they started they to realize... They, they, they did get out okay, of the cult, cool. Yeah. They started to realize how controlling that yeah, was. Yeah. 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 Um, but she especially targeted women, of course. <laughs> but were people able to like get out of the cult easily or was it one of those things where it was kind of hard because you know she's got all of these high-ranking sex members um who it seems like she didn't treat as poorly yeah um but she would you know convince them to you know do these things for her and that kind of thing so like if you left once again she could be like i'll stick you in an insane asylum or like i'll ruin your life i have lawyers i have social workers yeah. i have you know I have everything. I have cops. Like, so not only were they brainwashed, but it was also kind of like, if you leave, A, I'll put a curse on you. Yeah. <laughs> and B, it's going to manifest in all of my friends destroying your life. Jesus. Yeah. So basically, you'd have to move. You'd yeah. have to get far away from her. Okay. And hope she doesn't, like, try to find you. Mm. Um, yeah. So it was it was kind of rough to try to leave. <laughs> yeah. Once you ran. And, but... Um, she'd especially target women who had multiple partners and, like, try to shame them. <laughs> or she'd uh, treat pregnant women really poorly. Um, like, if a woman was pregnant, she'd be like, 
Um, she'd tell her husband, if she had a husband, um, mm-hmm. you know, she's in too bad of a condition. You need to not see her until the baby's born. And she wouldn't let anyone see this woman. So she God. felt... So she, of course, had postpartum depression. And then she'd be like, yeah. let me take care of your child for you. And that's kind of how she, you know, later on, especially, convinced sect members to give her their children. She'd just isolate the shit out of them. Aww. Yeah. Really sad. She is the most manipulative fucking bitch. Yeah. In oh, the world. God. You are going to be so mad. Um, so here's where it gets a little better. We're going to talk about the police. Okay. <laughs> now that we've gotten through all the um, the rough stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whew. This is just what they know, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Huh. You never know what else happened. Yeah, there were some crazy side stories, too, that was like... Yeah. And it was more in-depth about the abuse. Um, yeah. Nothing quite as gut-wrenching as what you talked about last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of bad. Sorry, not to guys. say it's okay. It's not. But, yeah, 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 yeah. I figured I didn't really need to go into detail about every individual person. I mean, honestly, emotional abuse yeah. is just as bad oh, yeah. as physical abuse. We know that from experience. It's, am I right? Hey, we do. <laughs> hey. Woohoo. Mm. But, um, so the police were, like, aware of rumors of this going on, right? Yeah. And their practices. But there wasn't really much they could do. Um, because they didn't really know, like, they, they had an idea that it was at Fernie Creek. But they didn't really know where. Um, and they couldn't just barge into somebody's property, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Um, because where the kids lived was a camp that gave them a little more wiggle room. Um, so they'd kind of pay surprise visits to Aliden, um, it to be like, Hey, I heard there were kids here, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to check in. Um, and the children wouldn't be there. And the aunties would be like, no, children don't live here. And the cops would be like, your neighbors say they do. And they'd be like, they're crazy. I don't know. That ch- children don't what live here. Fuck? Right. They'd all be hidden. They were all hidden in the small little area where it was rough to stand. Yep. Jesus. They were all there. Yep. So, yeah, they'd hide the children. And it's unclear, like, if they had people, like, warning them that police were coming. or yeah, if they, they know? Or maybe they had cameras or something. Though this was, like, the 60s and 70s, too, so. Yeah. That'd be less available. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, the children would all be hidden. Yeah. Um, finally, though, and this is, like, the breaking point for the cops, because for years they were like, I, I've heard these rumors, and, I mean, they hadn't heard the worst stuff, yeah. you know. But they'd heard some fairly bad stuff, but there wasn't much they could do, you know? Because no sect members were turning and... Yeah. Et cetera. So, finally, three children managed to escape. Um, They ran to the road, which was, like, a pretty far distance. It was, like, a mile. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In the middle of the night. And they said, like, the entire time they were, like, terrified that the aunties were going to come out and catch them. But they made it to the road. And they were spotted... And, um, supposedly, like, it was someone in a truck and they were like, do you need me to take you back home? And they were like, I don't care where I go as long as it's not back home. (laughs) But so they were taken to authorities, like the authorities were called, right? And they told the authorities everything and great moment. In 1987, (laughs) was raided and all of the children were released. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yes. 1987. So this had been going on for quite a while, but at least these children were let go. (laughs) 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, and then for the following two years, so until 1989, police, like, focused on, you know, they'd interview the kids and mm-hmm. all that and found out about Bill and Ann Hamilton Byrne. And they were trying to find and arrest them for two freaking years. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, like, part of the abuse that that went on in the sect with the adults mm-hmm. also included financial abuse. So they'd be like, hey, give me your whole paycheck. You know, for for our church or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't think they called it a church, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we need your whole paycheck. Yeah. So, I mean, like, even the, the super wealthy, like, high up people in the sect weren't actually that wealthy. Yeah. They were being controlled. They'd be like, give me part or all of your paycheck. You know, that kind of thing. Jeez. So they had so much money. Um, and they had houses all over the world, including New York City, and they would just transfer between these oh places. God. Yeah, so they wouldn't get caught. <laughs> Guess where they were caught? Where? New York City. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they were finally caught in That's New York crazy. City in 1989, and then they were extradited wow. to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Right? I was like, hell yeah, get out of our country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they would have been caught anywhere. You know, I'm not trying yeah, to be like, you were saying that they were finally caught. Jesus. I'm sure like at the time the kids were like, they're never going to be caught. They're never going to be caught. Oh, yeah. Mm. I would have felt the same way. Yeah, same. God. Poor kids, man. Um, and adults. I yeah. don't know. Poor everybody. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so it's lots of the former children have said that they're not very able to thrive in the real world, and they're having lots of hard time, even still today, like, coping. Yeah. Um, Some of them are wards of the state. Some of them are are in mental wards. Um, Some of them were initially unable to cope uh, in school in the real world. Yeah. um, But are trying to learn better behaviors for that. Um, They all wanted justice, um, but they didn't want to be subjected to reliving that on the witness stand. At least the adults around them didn't want them to be also. Yeah. Um... And they were told for years, you know, to fear cops, the outside world, everyone would hurt them, men would rape them. Like, literally the aunties and would, would tell them this. Like, everyone outside hates you and they will rape you. And they will kill you. Yeah. So, like, it's really hard for them to, like, talk to people, let alone get on a stand and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's probably for this reason to try to protect the children and because it was like so hard to get them to testify and that kind of thing and no not so adults weren't weren't going to testify yeah um that Anne Hamilton freaking Burns never saw jail time what yep it that was makes me so fucking mad yep it was said that the evidence was not available um okay and i mean like i don't okay I, <laughs> I don't know that much about Australian law. So, like, I, I mean, I don't really know what to say, to be honest. But, like, basically the head detective, um, his name's actually Lex D-Man. That's his last name. Lex, Lex D-Man. Lex D-Man. That's D-Man. <laughs> um, I liked his name. <laughs> but, yeah, he said that there wasn't enough evidence because, like, LSD was never found. They never wrote anything down. It was all like word of mouth kind of thing. Um, there weren't a whole lot of people turning. What about the kids that committed suicide? I guess they like got rid of their bodies. I mean, I think lots of them committed suicide after the fact. Okay. After 1989. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, although it's kind of hard to say. And I mean, like, if they committed suicide, there's no way of being like, I it know. was definitely Anne Hamilton Byrne because she was such yeah, a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, and this was the 80s. There's so many factors. Don't get me wrong. She should have went to jail. Oh, yeah. She, sh- she should have gotten the chair <laughs> but oh, yeah. if anyone would. But God. she was ultimately charged only with falsifying her birth records. Wow. And the, I guess also the birth records of other children. A couple. <sighs> she was fined 5000 Australian dollars. Oh. It's not that much. Yeah. <laughs> I can do a quick conversion, but she had multiple houses all over the world, including New York City. Yeah. It so, doesn't matter either way. It's not much. Yeah. However, here's a bright side. And I mean, I hate to say a bright side because... <laughs> yeah. Because I don't, I don't wish this on anyone. I don't want to be a lesser person just because she's a piece of shit. But, you know, sometimes you're like, she's not the worst person for this to happen to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> In 2007, she was diagnosed with dementia. <laughs> How old was she? Um, let, me, let me do math. In 2019, she was 98. Oh, shit. So she would have been 120. Well, she lived a long fucking life. She though. lived too long. But for the last 12 of them, she had dementia. And apparently it was pretty severe. Um, and she began living in a home. Yeah. She died actually in 2019, not that long ago. Whoa. At the age of 98. Crazy. Yeah. So this year she would have been 100. Wow. Yeah. So I guess in 2007, my math time, that was 14 years ago, she would have been 86. So she was 86 when she got dementia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's dead. Mm. She had dementia for a while. I guess that's some comeuppance. I don't know, man. She still had a normal life. Yeah, she or had a normal life. Sh- a long life. She had a very long life. And um not it's, a normal life. <laughs> because they didn't keep records or anything like that and it was such a long cult, it's unclear of how many children and adults she like affected, you know? And there's tons of people who continue to live with trauma from that. So Yeah. Definitely that's terrible. not a happy story. But yeah, not a lot of cults are, though. <laughs> no, but I guess we can take solace in that it's over now? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. The family. Mm. I I've never heard the, of that. Yeah, it was a wild one. I, oh my god, I screamed when I was like, she didn't get jail time? Are you kidding uh, me? God. I'm so fucked. I'm, so, okay, so I hate to say this, but I'm surprised someone didn't take one for the team. <laughs> And sure, <laughs> like yeah. if there are people that that um, assassinate, you know, good people, quote unquote. Yeah. Then I'm just surprised that there's not somebody who assassinates bad people. Like, where's our Dexter? You know, and there are lots of there are a lot of people, right? How big was the cult itself? Um, it's unclear because I didn't keep records. It was okay. it was fairly big, supposedly though. Okay. Yeah, because it was like so far reaching in in the Australian community, especially around Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that they had, lo- like, lots of upper-middle-class people, yeah. you know? Mm. So, yeah. To be honest, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> big enough, God. you know, that you would think. Yeah. But wild. Yeah, I'll Jesus never... Mm, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, go out and kill your, you know, neighborhood yeah, serial killer. But... I'm just surprised that no one did it. Yeah. Well, I guess so many people were brainwashed that... Not a lot of them thought it was anything different from normal life. Right. Well, and I guess we didn't have the news then like we did now. Like, we can get on our phones and be like, that just happened in China two hours ago. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. God, that was really good. Yep, that was a rough one. (laughs) Jesus. Ooh. 
Good job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I had like 11 pages of notes. <laughs> but my handwriting was super big. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, but I definitely, let me see if I can remember the name of that documentary. Mm. I got this. Where'd you watch it on? Netflix? Netflix or? It was Amazon Prime, but you I had to watch this, man. I, I had to get the um, the free trial of stars because <laughs> I don't have money for stars. Nice. Um, nice. I'll see if I can find the name of it. Yeah, you'll have to send it to me because I totally want to watch that. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, I will say the documentary itself, not that I do reviews or anything, <laughs> but um, the documentary itself kind of jumped all over the place. And I don't love that in a documentary. I mean, gotcha. it was still good, but it was like, here's this, here's this, here's this, you know, yeah, and yeah. not really chronological. Um, okay. So it definitely took like some of my own research outside of it, of course. Yeah. To be like, here's how things happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, gotcha. yeah, it was something like the family. <laughs> <laughs> really? It was something the family. You know, if you search the family, you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's like this creepy picture. With a whole mm. bunch of, like, kids in black with super blonde hair with really bad bowl cuts. <laughs> yeah, you'll see what they made them look like. Oh, oh my God. No. That might be the worst part. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make sure everyone knows that's a joke. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Wild. Whew. Anyway, guys. Uh, cults, man. I really hope. Okay. I, I want everyone to know that I always hope that the cult section is the worst thing you've heard all week. <laughs> yeah. I hope so, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah. The cult section is definitely more intense than... <laughs> consp- oh, yeah. Conspiracy is, like, the fun one. All right. Cult's like, okay, this is serious now. <laughs> I think I'm going to do, like... Okay, I, I don't mean to say that Heaven's Gate is a silly one, mm-hmm. because, holy shit, that one's deep, right? But they did wear a full Nike suit. I mean, <laughs> maybe some fun elements in our cult might be. Yeah, fun. yeah. <laughs> fun. Oh, God, True. I sound so bad right now. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Nice. Well, well, that was good. Yeah. Second episode. Woo! Second episode, y'all. More coming. Yay. Um, we do. Oh, I almost forgot to mention. We do have a Twitter now. Mm-hmm. Yes, our mm-hmm. Twitter is at Fringe Theory underscore. Um, so that's at F R I N G T H E O R Y underscore. You know, so like the name of our podcast, but without a space in between Fringe and Theory, and then an underscore at the end. Just a random underscore. Bam! Random underscore. I actually, <laughs> I really like underscores. I think they look all, yeah, smooth. Yeah. So cool. Yep. And then our podcast, or <laughs> podcast, <laughs> our email, if you're interested in um, emailing us, we always love yeah, to hear about, totally. like, you guys' ideas about cult yeah. conspiracies. Yeah, and also give us, you know, advice, like, on bettering what we're doing, like, mm-hmm. our podcast, or if we make a mistake, definitely let us know. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, or if you have any ideas of fun things you want to hear about. Oh, yeah. Why totally. not? Yeah. Definitely let us know something um, that you want us to talk about yeah but you can either contact us um here on soundcloud um on our uh twitter Mm -hmm. or at our email which is uh no spaces the fringe theory podcast at (laughs) gmail.com that's right the fringe theory podcast at (laughs) gmail.com i'm gonna be making an instagram this week 
Yeah, you are. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, and you get pictures. You get to see our ugly mugs. (laughs) Yeah. Woo. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, thanks for listening this week, guys. Thank you. It's Um, fun. We can't wait to see you next week. Yay. Ready for our buys? Say your bye. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.